0: again everyone and welcome to another quick episode on let's talk about as usual if you're new to my podcast please make sure to subscribe download share with your friends and family if you're new to my youtube channel please subscribe and hit that bell notification so anytime i upload a video you'll be the very first to be notified so I'm currently working on a project. I've been working on this project for a few weeks now. And um, like I mentioned before, I don't like to record and edit unless I'm in the right headspace. Cause at the end of the day, this this podcast, this YouTube thing is, a, is therapy for me because it gives me the ability to introspect. It gives me the ability to look at things from a totally different perspective, challenge myself and also record my thoughts. And while I'm working on that project, I wanted to kind of talk about something that is kind of part of that project, but I do, I know for sure I, w- I will be elaborating on it more when the project is done. And today I do want to talk about ghosting. And in addition to ghosting, I do also want to talk about cancel culture and replace culture. And I'm going to explain every single one of these three definitions starting with ghosting. So to me, ghosting, a lot of people can definitely relate to ghosting, especially today. A lot of young people, especially today with the social media, internet dating and all stuff of texting and calling is so common uh, ghosting is something that a lot of people can definitely relate to a lot of us we perpetuated. a lot of us we've been ghosted we've also ghosted to me ghosting for anybody who is not familiar with ghosting is when you kind of link up with somebody it could be through social media, it could be online, it could be through a dating app or whatever it is, or it, it could even be when you meet somebody in person and then you've exchanged numbers, you exchange social media information, contact information, and then you chat for a while. And this while is, is subjective to each individual uh, situation. And then eventually the conversation just gradually just fades away. You know, it could be that we texted for a while, we mashed on tender and then we texted for a while back and forth, you know, every day texting back and forth. And then after like a week or two, it just crickets, you know, and then you just disappear from my life and I disappear from your life and then onto the next one. The next one is the replace culture. I say replace culture is very common because replace culture is kind of tied to ghosting it's like when you're talking to somebody and then it fades away and then you replace them with somebody else and then it fades away you replace them with somebody else so basically you're ghosting series series of people you're like your serial ghoster if that even makes sense. So yes, you you can be you match with multiple people on Tinder, and then somebody catches your attention, maybe because they're you think they're they're attractive, you are compatible one way or the other, and then you text them, and then after a while, that relationship just kind of fades, the energy fades, and then you replace them with another match on Tinder, and especially because we match with so many different people on Tinder, you know these days anyway, with with the internet, with the internet, how easy accessible, how easily accessible the internet and all these social media and dating apps are in so many different varieties. So it's so easy for you to actually replace somebody so quick, so quickly anyway. And then finally, cancel culture. A lot of people are familiar with cancel culture, not just younger people, but especially younger people. So basically, cancel culture is when somebody, usually somebody who is well known, does something that rubs you the wrong way and you just get rid of them. You just cancel them. You stop patronizing them. You stop supporting them. You just stop giving them your energy. It could be somebody that you've been really cool with you know like it's never really been any type of bad blood from day one you've always supported them they've always shown you positive energy you've always shown them positive energy and then they do one particular thing and then you get rid of them you forget every single thing that they've done positively in your life how much that they have influenced you impact impacted you in your life um and then you just get rid of them this is usually more common with people who are up there in society like celebrities a lot of times you see celebrities who will tweet something that anybody could, most people would consider problematic or controversial you know maybe racist homophobic um colorist sexist or something like that and then people drag them on twitter that's usually tr- twitter or youtube people are dragging them and then there's a cancel train you know let's cancel this the celebrity let's stop patronizing them um and unfortunately this whole cancel culture has definitely destroyed a lot of people's careers and reputations um Unless you're strong enough, like you're independent enough, and or maybe you're like an A-list celebrity who has a lot of privilege, who has a lot of backing, a lot of times you may not necessarily survive this cancel culture. I know for sure a lot of celebrities have been canceled in the past, and they were not able to bounce back one way or the other. You know, the, the, the market, the, the entertainment industry basically moved on without them. And this is not just only prevalent in i don't know hollywood entertainment alone it also happens in real life you know it's so easy for us to cancel somebody it could be somebody. it could be somebody that you've always had good blood with and then all of a sudden in your life you know maybe you were dating you know you were very intimate with you know and then they've always treated you nicely and then they do one thing or say one thing that just rubs you the wrong way and then just off with their head so i'm going to be talking about why i think this is so common and again, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. I believe that every single one of us, and I mean every single one of us, literally all of us, we have all perpetuated all these three things that I mentioned. I have ghosted people and I've been ghosted. I think I've ghosted more people that have ghosted me, but realistically, I think it's probably more, I think it's probably, the ratio is probably more equal. I don't, I don't really pay enough attention to remember how many times I've ghosted but I'm going to also talk about how that is also a problem and also we've also canceled somebody we've also gotten rid of somebody or we've been gotten rid of or we've been replaced or you know we've been canceled or you know whatever you want to call it we've we've all done that so yes that's my disclaimer again I'm not trying to act like I'm perfect or I'm some type of angel that is not guilty of any one of these things that I'm talking about has been done to me and I've, I've done I've definitely done it to somebody else and this particular episode is for me sharing my own opinion as to why this is more prevalent more common and possibly even going to get worse if you have been following my podcast I have mentioned a few times that there's a lot of hurt in the world and I really do mean that Unfortunately, not too many people see it. I feel like in order for you to see that hurt that I talk about in the world, you have to be at least spiritually inclined or have some sense of pragmatism in order for you to see it. Because a lot of times, if you don't see that hurt in the world, it's either you're oblivious or you're in denial, one of those two, or just you're just mentally mentally challenged, I guess. But there's so much hurt in the world. It's just that this hurt has been disguised to become norms. You know, we perpetuate them without realizing it, and as a result, a lot of us were. Are broken we have some level of brokenness some people more than others you know because there's a bunch of other things that also determines how broken a person is where you were born who were you born to and how you were raised who, who you were raised social disadvantages you know race um sex gender uh sexual orientation a whole lot of things are definitely going to make you more advantaged or disadvantaged so a lot of those things are are going to definitely affect how much brokenness you accrue and also your your natural resilience as well and also people around you who are able to help you recognize that brokenness and fight that brokenness so i do believe that every single one of us we have a level of brokenness and i feel like this came from our parents and our parents got it from their parents so in a way, it's 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 like generational trauma, generational curse. You know, there's a book that I'm reading, and I honestly recommend everybody to read it. I'm gonna be making an episode, subsequent episode later on, and explaining a lot of uh, the key things that this man is saying in this book. The book is titled A Gay Man's Guide to Life. A Gay Man's Guide to Life by Brit East. You don't have to be gay. You really don't have to be gay. Matter of fact, he actually mentioned in the book that you don't have to be gay. It literally is available to anybody. And I believe that every single person, if you're a man, woman, gay, straight, white, black, you can definitely take something out of it because it talks about a lot of things that every single human being can definitely relate to. But I highly recommend that everybody go purchase this book, A Gay Man's Guide to Life. By Brit East, I'm gonna be putting a link down below. You don't have to be gay. You don't even have to have a gay person in your life. You don't have to be a man. You don't have to be Caucasian, Black, or whatever it is. You can definitely take something out of it. You just have to be open-minded because he does talk about a lot of really key, important things in that book. But anyway, in that book, he did mention that. When a person is born, that person comes with a lot of baggages. One of the baggages that come with is generational trauma from both parents, mother and father. The second set of trauma comes from parenting. Whoever raised that kid, the mother, the father, the negativity that they pass down to the kids as a result of their own negativity, something that they fail to heal as parents. So when your parents are talking down on you, calling you names and saying how not good enough you are or how you should be like somebody else or how your sibling is better than you and things like that, they're further disadvantaging you, so to speak. And then the third set of trauma that a kid is going to accrue is from society. So, societal pressure in society, we have the media constantly telling us that we're not good enough. You know, we have social media telling us that if you want, this is what beauty looks like. This is what a perfect body looks like. This, If you want a shot at life or if you want a shot at love, you have to look this way. Only people that look this way can. Succeed and love, or succeed in, in life, or whatever it is. Social media is re- reinforcing our, in our heads, and of course, we have Hollywood, which is a big bad wolf, really perpetuating these ridiculous images of what success looks like, what beauty looks like, what perfection looks like, what a man should be, what a woman should be, what a what a black person should act like. You know all those little different nonsense. You know and i'm going to be explaining these in subsequent episodes as well as well because again all these things definitely affect us and then finally this last set of trauma is personal insecurities because everybody has their own personal insecurities irrespective of our backgrounds irrespective of our, of our stories so he did he did talk about how every single one of those those negativities though those trauma generational trauma bad parenting societal pressure and personal insecurities drive us insane basically affect our mental health so to speak and those things definitely form our our image unfortunately they they become the the pillar on which we we develop our sense of selves unfortunately and even more unfortunate and this is not from the book by the way this is just me even more unfortunate is the fact that within society there's not a whole lot of people who are trying to rectify this this issue you know help us wake up from the slumber so we can do something differently I believe that we live in a society where people are worth more asleep than awake so I believe that there's an agenda for people to remain in the dark to remain broken so somebody can continue to capitalize on your ignorance so I believe that's why lot. Out of that brokenness is not is not addressed, at least in the sense that it's supposed to be addressed. And if you've been following my podcast since day one, I talked about how there are three things that make up a person the physical, the mental and the spiritual. We patronize the physical way too much. We don't pay enough attention to the mental. We don't pay barely any attention to the spiritual including people who think they pay attention to the the spiritual but it's just that they just got it all messed up but anyway maybe i'm the one who got it messed up anyway (laughs) we don't patronize the mental we don't patronize the spiritual enough and as a result of patronizing just physicality and not necessarily working enough on our mental health and our spiritual health we have a culture we have a society that is drowning in mediocrity yes mediocrity there's so much low quality on these streets and i mean that there's so much mediocrity there's so much low quality people and again and when i'm when i'm when i'm done with my project I'm going to be elaborating more on this low quality and mediocrity and how it is a huge problem. There's too much mediocrity, way too much mediocrity. But the sad thing about this mediocrity and this low quality mentality is the fact that we've come to accept it as a society as norm because we don't know any better. It's sort of like a kid that was born and raised in a third world country that is not exposed to any type of civilization. That kid is going to grow up conforming to that third world country, the cultures of that third world country, without realizing that there's actually more out there until they're exposed to more that like you know they travel they leave their their home and actually go to other countries first world countries and they see civilizations they see um Um, The skyscrapers and landscapes and things like that, and then they realize that there's actually more. But because you've never really left your home, you don't know any better. And I think that's the exact same thing that's going on with our society. We are, a lot of us were born and raised in mediocrity. So much nonsense is being bombarded towards us, marketed towards us as success, as happiness. And because of that, we perpetuate mediocrity without even realizing it. And the reason why I came back to this conclusion is I was looking back into my life, oftentimes, and I don't know if anybody else can relate, but but I know for sure I can relate. And this is me just being honest, you know, I'm just wearing my heart on the sleeve here. Oftentimes I would get random texts from people that I used to hang out with back in the day, or maybe even a few months or a few years ago. The interesting thing is a lot of these people's numbers are not even saved on my phone. You know, maybe I encountered them once two years ago, maybe we had a good time, maybe we went to a club, maybe we had some shots together, we had a good time together, maybe it was just a quick fling or whatever it is. You know, and then randomly they text me. It's usually something like, hey, stranger, or you forgot about me and things like that. You know, so basically accusing me of ghosting them. And truly, it was ghosted, really. And to be fair, I've also been ghosted but this behavior has been so common in my life that I started to I went through a phase where I I was I felt guilty I felt like okay maybe I am the problem you know I started feeling bad because now I'm ghosting people you know so I try to make sure that I don't end up ghosting people because these at the end of the day these are people so I, I started to try to give people more benefit of a doubt and try not to ghost people try not to make it seem like I'm ghosting people and try to maintain a relationship but then after that I realized after a while I realized is that these relationships that i'm trying to kind of desperately maintain are struggle relationships they really are and i think that the, the reason is because they're low quality low quality relationship drawn in, in mediocrity these people don't have a whole lot to offer for me I bring to the table anyway and this is not me being narcissistic or being pretentious at all this is just me being honest when I introspect and I look really deep deep within my soul as a person why is it that these people their numbers weren't even saved on my phone even though I'm a conversationist I enjoy having conversations why is it that it's very difficult for me to actually pick up the phone to text them to maintain a relationship to call them to pick the phone up to want to spend time with them especially for me because my love language is quality time I'm the type a person who genuinely enjoys face-to-face conversation my time is precious so if i'm going to show up to have a conversation with you one-on-one. And when I do show up to have a conversation and meet with somebody one-on-one, I put everything away. I put my phone away. I put everything on pause because I want to zone in. I want to feel your spirit. I want you to feel my spirit. So I always wonder why. Why is it that it's so difficult for me, especially for a person who genuinely enjoys one-on-one conversations? I like to, you know, report with people in person. Why is it so difficult for me? And it's because these people don't bring anything substantial to the table, my table. I also went through a phase where I started asking myself, OK, maybe my standards, my, my standards are high or maybe they're too high. And then after a series of therapy, I started to realize, actually, no, my standards are not that high. So it's got to be something else. And I realized that it's because of mediocrity. We live in a society where a lot of people think because they're young, because they have six packs, because they have big boobs, because they, have, they sell sex. They have so much sex, sex appeal. So therefore, we should worship them because you're young we should worship you because you went to god knows what university we should worship you because you make six figures because you dress like this you wear gucci or whatever it is for sashi all these brand names you have an iphone 12 the latest iphone i should worship you and to me this is just me anyway i can't really speak for everybody else to me that speaks low quality the type of people that i'm looking for in my life would not need to showcase these brand names or would not need to put themselves they they wouldn't need to do too much in order for a person like me to respect them you know and another thing too when you hang out with these people or at least when i hang out with these people i realize the conversation is just low vibrational it's just the, the conversation is low struggle maybe they're not speaking enough maybe i'm not speaking enough maybe i feel like i'm speaking too much because you're not speaking enough it's just awkward it just doesn't feel right and we're not talking about anything substantial at all or every time i hang out with you as business as usual you know we're always talking about the same stupid ass shit i don't mind talking stupid you know i don't mind being funny i don't mind humor i don't mind talking about sex i don't mind talking about violence i don't mind talking about anything nefarious i'm okay with that as long as that's not the only that you're about i'm very multifaceted i'm very versatile i want to be able to maintain that maintain that versatility in our relationship so i want to be able to talk about sex talk about jesus talk about religion talk about the stars talk about whatever it is i want to be able to be goofy with you i want to be able to be ratchet if we need to and also be able to put it together and be be educated seem educated and seem mature as the mature human beings that we are and a lot of people don't have that put together and of course we all have our own issues we all have our own personal struggles that that we're going through a lot of times i don't know your struggles and you don't know my struggles and of course when you're meeting somebody for the first time you may not necessarily be too inclined to share your insecurities and you share, you know, because you don't want to be judged. You don't want to be ostracized right off the bat. That could make you seem desperate and, you know, things like that. So I totally do get it. But over time, after I've hung out with you, after we've reported, you know, I think eventually you kind of start to get a pattern of who that person may be or may not be and unfortunately for me with a lot of people I've been through so many of this that I've realized that after the few the first few encounters the quality is very low it's very mediocre and the the energy and the vibe is very struggle and I clock out you know I I just clock out because to me I feel like there's nothing necessarily worth Pursuing, And sometimes I get benefit of a doubt because maybe I'm just looking at it from a totally different from just one perspective. So I challenge myself to look at it from a totally different perspective. And even sometimes a lot of times when I do that, I still realize, okay, there's nothing here. This is just not my insecurity. This is not my bias. There's really nothing here. We're operating on totally different wavelengths. Your interests and my interests are totally different. So. There's no there's no need for me to maintain this struggle relationship so it was nice meeting you you move on of course I do it very quietly well at least I used to do it very quietly because I'm not trying to disrespect you or kill your spirit so I just try to move on but unfortunately a lot of these people don't necessarily see that I'm moving on they see it as mixed signals and they still keep pursuing me even though in my head I clocked out I really don't know what the hell you're doing at this point like I would receive text messages from people six months later and I would legit look at my text like yo do you still have my number like your number was never even saved that's how not so serious it was for me and it's not because that don't care about you as a person it's just that i clocked out because i see that you're not for me and i'm not for you and if anything the reason the more you chase me hopelessly it, it to me it's it, it even reinforces the the fact that i feel like okay yeah you're even you're even proving me right that you're not for me and i'm not for you because the kind of person i am the kind of person i am the kind of people that i'm looking for will be confident enough to recognize when they're not wanted and back the hell off. So I believe that this whole ghosting thing is because as a lack of quality, there's too much mediocrity, there's too much low quality all around us. And unfortunately, we and everybody every single one of us we want somebody I, I i get that i really do get that every single one of us we want somebody we want love we want attention we want affection we want to we want to feel respected we want to feel part of a team it's just unfortunately a lot of us don't even know how to give this to receive it we haven't done the preliminary work and i, I believe that this is this is this is as, this is as a result of the brokenness that we got from our parents, our generation, reinforced by society, and definitely concretely internalized in our brains. So we don't like, for example, for love. A lot of us we don't know what love is. You know this this book that I read by Dr. Sue Johnson, Love Sense. I'm gonna attach a link down below. It's called Love Sense by Sue Johnson. Dr. Sue Johnson. She's a PhD holder, and she mentioned that. Even she doesn't even know what love is. Nobody knows what love is, but we can have our own theories as to what love is. We don't know what love is. And for me, and not just me anyway, I feel like I want to speak for everybody. Well, not necessarily speak for everybody, but I feel like for a lot of people, a lot of us, we don't even know what love is because we never got it to begin with. We never received it from our mothers, our fathers, the people, our caretakers, the people who raised us so we never felt love deep in our, in our DNA, in our soul, we never felt it, so we don't even know what it feels like in order for, for us to even give it, and unfortunately we have society social media, we have the internet um, celebrities, Hollywood showing us what this love is, but at the end of the day, that's just lust, that's just ridiculousness, that's just mediocrity that's, that's sex appeal that's all mediocrity, and there's nothing wrong with sex appeal, there's nothing wrong with lust, there's nothing wrong with sex again, I'm going to be elaborating more when I'm done on this project um done with this project to explain more in details but unfortunately we confuse all that with love we, we confuse it as love and that 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 just translates to mediocrity and low quality we cannot give what we don't have we cannot give what we don't recognize we need to be able to feel it first we need to be able to know what it feels like first in order for us to give it because we all have this collective brokenness and we don't have enough outlets to solve these issues to you know to to rectify this brokenness so to speak because society especially in a capitalist society that the the priority is not to wake people up from slumber the priority is not to help people out with mental health the priority is not to let people know of the consequences of their actions you know i was talking about how it interestingly we live in a society that promotes and sells sex all the time like literally everything is sexualized even kids tv shows are sexualized commercials that don't even need sex are sexualized every blockbuster movie has some sex scene you know but nobody talks about stds nobody talks about um unwanted pregnancies and what that could do to the child what that could do to the mother and the father nobody talks about abortion nobody nobody talks about the drastic effects that abortion can have on a woman even 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 mentally spiritually nobody talks about these consequences of sex nobody talks about the consequences of hypersexuality the stds and there's so many different stds and they keep coming out every year matter of fact some of the stds that we haven't we have right now are becoming resistant to a lot of antibiotics that we have in the markets right now. We, we have viral STDs and STIs. We have bacterial. We have some of the STDs are permanent that can literally just threaten your life. You, you would die if you don't have proper treatment, if you don't have if you're not privileged enough to live in a first world country or even have the health insurance to be able to cover it. You know, a lot of people are dying from these these illnesses. We don't talk about them enough. Because the society we live in, a capitalist society we live in, that is not their best interest to wake you up so that you can get help and turn your life around. And as a result, and matter of fact, not only are they not do, does the society not have interest in waking you up from the slumber, and so that you can change, change your quality, you know, get rid of this mediocrity, this mediocre mentality. They actually reinforce it, perpetuate it, and keep pumping more to keep you asleep. And this is why I'm making this episode you know, to basically talk about this because I went through a phase where I felt guilty for ghosting people, but in reality, what it was is low quality. Hell, even I went through a phase where I had low quality and I don't even think I... I'm the most quality person, so to speak. And I'm working on my own quality and I'm getting help. You know, I'm, I'm, I just signed up for a brand new um, mental health therapist and I recommend everybody does. And, I, and hopefully as soon as, as soon as my insurance company approves it, I'm going to start. I'm really looking forward to starting. And again, this book that I'm reading has definitely inspired the life out of me. Um, I'm going to be doing a whole lot of things different. Starting January 2021, a lot of things are going to be different. I'm going to be doing a whole lot of things different. And thanks to this book, a guide to a gay man's life by brit east again you don't have to be gay you don't have to be caucasian you don't have to be a man you don't have to be american you don't have to be a western a westerner to in order for you to take something away from the book just read it with an open mind he speaks so much wisdom and he has challenged the shit out of me and i'm gonna be doing things so differently I have been so motivated and I want to change that mediocrity mentality that I got from my ancestors that I got from my parents that I got from society that I've internalized in my head and I want to change things so I can raise my quality and I challenge every single person every single person to do the same so when you've been ghosted when you've been ghosted, you know, sometimes it's not just them. It's also you ask yourself this person that just all of a sudden just got rid of you. You know, what or, where are were you bringing to the table? What were you doing for that person? What were you challenging that person to be a better, better person? You know, and of course, sometimes people get rid of you because they have issues I've been gotten rid of before. You know, I've had people ghost me before, but at the end of the day, it could also be them. So, but anyway, instead of you just sitting there dwindling as to what it is that you did and pointing the finger at, and making it seem like they are the problem, sometimes it's you working yourself. Do you have a mediocre th- mentality? Sometimes you don't even realize that you have men- mediocre mentality. So and I challenge you to get help. This book that I'm talking about also challenge people to get life coaches and, and mentors. Life coaches and mentors you don't have to have both but you should at least have one at least one if you don't have a life coach if you don't have a mentor you're definitely way behind i met an episode a few months ago talking about five people that you need in your life i'm gonna attach a link down below for everybody i really really recommend this this um this episode please watch that episode five people you need in your life to be happy i'm gonna attach a link down below you need a life coach you need a mentor according to this book Who can point you to the right direction, working yourself, working yourself, because failure for you to work in yourself, you're basically co-signing and reinforcing mediocrity. This loser mentality, this um, low quality mentality that is imposed on us by society, that is imposed on us by our ancestors, that's brought down to us by our ancestors, reinforced by our parents and society and internalize it our heads so please work in yourself work in your quality because a lot of times it's not them when somebody's ghosting to you it's not necessarily them it could be you your quality is very low what are you bringing to the table? Sex appeal is great, but if that's all you bring into the table, that's not good enough. You know, your your youth is good. Your, your young skin is great. Your light skin, dark skin, your good hair, whatever it is that God bless you with, that's all good. That your big booty, big whatever, that's all great. But if that's all you're bringing to the table, you have to understand that that is not quality enough. If you're just bringing sex appeal, you'll only be attracting people who want to use you sexually. And when they're done, they're going to just walk away because that's all you're bringing to the table. You want to be able to leave a mark on somebody. Make sure that that person feels like they can't live without you. And a lot of times, a lot of people don't do that. You know, again, I'm going to be elaborating more on this. This particular topic, because I feel like it runs much, much deeper and I don't want to make this episode run too long. Um, I'm going to be elaborating more on this topic in a subsequent episode with with a project that I'm currently working on. And it may be a few weeks until I'm done. So please stay tuned and subscribe, download and, and hit the bell notification. So whenever I do upload that episode and other episodes, you will be the very first to be notified because this I feel like this is very this is very heavy, this is this is very loaded, and this is something that literally, literally every single one of us can relate, including myself. And again, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. I have ghosted people, I have canceled people, I have replaced people, and I've it's also been done to me. But this is a result of the society we live in, the life we live in, and it's only and it's only important that we recognize it, we're honest about it, and we get help. Please get help. Please, men, women black people, white people, other people of color, you know, gay, straight, young, old, doesn't matter what it is, get help and get help that is effective for you. My therapy session or whatever it is that I do in my life may not necessarily work for you, but it, it would definitely work for me. So please get help. Anyway, this is the end of today's episode. If you like my message, if you like what I'm about, please make sure to download, subscribe, share with your friends and family. And of course, if you're new to my YouTube channel, please make sure to also subscribe, like, and share your comments down below. Or you can email me at letstalkwithuche at gmail.com. My social media, Facebook and Instagram are Let's Talk With Uche. My website is www.letstalkaboutus.org. And please don't forget to hit that bell notification so that anytime I upload a Video, you'll be the very first to be notified. Thank you very much for your continued support. Until next time, bye bye.